he's like, uh, and he walks away. And then someone else walks up to me and they're like, sorry, kitchen's closed. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, my good friend Brian here is he's from Wisconsin. He's never had Korean barbecue. You know what? She didn't give a shit at all. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Now, the issue with uh, what Nick's predicament B-B-B. was. B-B. What's that? Better Business Bureau. Oh, shut up. What is it? You want him to rat? Shut up. neighborly area you're talking about the neighborhood i live in yeah it's where the pet cave is situated located well it's los angeles neighborly so it's different than other people's neighborhoods across the country our neighborhoods have trees and sidewalks and children playing in their backyard the rest of the country you're saying oh well we have that i was gonna say how is that different from anywhere else well uh 400 yards from our neighborhood is uh, a bunch of bums smoking crack wait we uh, can't we can't We've been doing too much bum stuff. Zombies, forgive Zombies, me. excuse me. Yeah, yeah, forgive me. It's called promoting our future NFTs. My mother begged me to move back home this week. Because she's she watching really? she watches Fox News all day and night. Yeah, that's how And they're convincing her how horrible California is. Which yeah. it is. Yeah. It's just they, they're really painting a picture on that network over there for my yeah. mother. Cool. It's super productive. Um yeah, I, I, the neighborliness is uh I feel like you really have to put you have to put effort into it. Um as a person living in the neighborhood? Yeah, like my mother is very, very, you, you know, she's Grandmother Willow uh, in mm-hmm. that neighborhood. You know, everybody knows her. She knows everybody. I'm, you know, I I live in a, what's it called again? Tri- Cul-de-sac? Uh, no, Elkhove? Uh, a triplex. Hmm. And I've, I've talked about how, you know, I'm not too familiar with the neighbors. There's pleasantries exchanged and stuff like that. Um, they have a bond mm-hmm. over their canines, shit like that. And... Uh, you know, the canines have been uh, problematic lately because uh, s- my darling wife, Cecilia, and I walked out and there was just shit everywhere in front of our porch the other day. Mm. And then it remained there for uh, 48 hours. So uh, I needed to confront one of the neighbors about it. I said, I, I don't want to be a dick, but, you know, um, you guys could just take an extra lap every once in a while because they let their dogs run around. Seems reasonable. But uh, did you have the, the tone that you're describing now with that neighbor? And what? tone is that patrick it's got a little bit of condescension in it it's not condescension i do condescend to people who live through their dogs but not not outwardly right up here right yeah. so it was fine i i asked the guy you know can you do it he said no problem but but there's two there's two dog owners right so have you identified with what uh no way to i'm not gonna pick up a turd and do a um Jurassic Park? Uh, yeah, an autopsy on it or right. anything like that. But the, here's the issue. The, the turds eventually did get picked up. And so I needed, I felt as though I still needed to say something because it was inappropriate to have left the turds there for that long. But I did bring it up after the turds had been removed. Oh, okay. Is that, That's problematic, right? Yeah, I, I mean. Sh- I probably should have just let it slide. I think just bring it up casually. Yeah. Uh, well, I brought it up casually to the one guy. And then the <laughs> next day I realized that. I needed to talk to the other guy because I can't just point my ire at this one human being and then not at the other. So I had to have a, another awkward conversation with him, couched it as, hey, I talked to him. and you know, so the whole, How'd it go? They blamed each other. 
Oh, that's it, perfect. Yeah, they blame the, each no, other. look at you, Dylan. Yeah. This is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yep, yep. Because now they don't feel like you feel you. They did something, right? They blamed it on the other person, right? Right. So right. their side of the street emotionally is literally cleaned up, right? You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. And they're not mad at you. Yes, yes. They're just glad they got away with it. Yeah, yeah. Problem yeah. solved. Well done. Well thank executed. Thank you. Thank you. It yeah. was way better than putting a sign there. Pick up your dogs. Whatever. Like no. I've seen those signs around the neighborhood. No, no, no. That, that that only encouraged me to have a dog poop right in front of it. I always I would take like uh, I cleaned it up. Such a I, I didn't leave it, but I I like watching him shit right in front of those signs. I think it's funny. I have a couple curb of your shots dog. I believe it is. Uh, but um, it's like people smoking in front of the no smoking sign. This isn't over, Dylan. You now have to mind this. You have to go like lend a, a comforting ear to both sides and sure. be like, oh man, how how you dealing with uh yeah, yeah, old yeah. Roger or whatever their names yeah, are? Yeah, one of them is Roger actually. See how far you can push it. Yeah, go to each one of them individually and say one of you guys is fucking my wife <laughs> not gonna do that hey so you've been having some problems on the road lately right yeah yeah oh, oh this is another podcast show right. by the way no, show we're i want to say something really before we move on top of mind. <clears throat> hi before we move on that's bad uh how I'm we Dylan. started talking about this is that's you guys uh, walked uh through my side gate or whatever and to uh directly to my north is uh my neighbor marty who right. ha- has her house tented for termites right right <laughs> okay uh, uh, Dylan's can, can remarks cleanliness, before, proactive cleanliness help with that or do termites really hit wherever they want to? No clue. Okay. But uh, we've had some problems with Marty, but I'm a get along to get along kind of guy. Sure. She doesn't give me crap when I first moved in this house and I threw parties every weekend outside with loud music. Right. She got it. So when her dogs bark on the other side of my gate nonstop, right. I don't say anything to her and we seem to get along. I don't even make any complaints. The fact that she's bought three sheds from Home Depot and turned them into living dwellings and renting them out to strangers. I don't even say anything. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's highly illegal. Right. She's she's taken the affordable housing issue uh, into her own hands yes. and constructed units in her backyard. There's a lot of superfluous laws in Los Angeles. Like you're, I'm, you've went through having trouble building your renovation. It just takes forever. Oh, a lot took of a rent- year. Some of these laws have purpose. And not having a bunch of fucking squatters in your backyard is one of them. Because yeah. I have no doubt the reason that thing's getting fumigated is because one of those dirt bags got fleas or some other oh, yeah. bedbug type thing. You, and now <laughs> you can't buy a uh, a playhouse for a preteen <laughs> and chuck it up in your backyard and charge people $350 a month to live in it. She did. <laughs> She did. And you want to know. I guess proven wrong. You want to know what's like, what's the word for it? Not devious, but it's just diabolical. It's diabolical. Is no one in this neighborhood other than us and the person that lives on the other side of the house would know because all of the tenants walk through her front door. Right. You never know. You just say, oh, that must be one of her daughter's boyfriends. She's got a big family. I mean, yeah, she's got a big family, an extended family. And they're all there. She didn't even have to build bathrooms. They come in. She has a bathroom in the house that's de- designated for her tenants. Jesus I've seen how Christ. this works out. I'm going to get a drone over that property. I will say, though, that's directly to your east. Hmm? The house. Oh, is, is it? Yeah, that's north. Oh, okay. I'm glad you pointed that out for the audience's sake. <laughs> well, I mean. Well, you they, got you got that they so wrong, you're right. though. You're right. I, I, and they would have been confused because they all know you live at 11212. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to yeah. wrap this up. Right. When I moved out of that apartment building. And nobody rat on, on Marty. Okay? No. Just chill out. I even tipped her off that we're going to start my renovation here and she better put some fencing up there to hide that because when the contract came over there, he saw it from our property. He's like, what's going on over there? And I told him, he's like, oh boy, 
You better have her cover that up with some tarps, the sure. fence or something. Make it look even prettier. Just like I told you, like you got this is the art of war. You don't tell on Marty. You use this to your advantage, tit for tat. Mm-hmm. But you, she has such a big tit. You get a million tats. I got a million tats. You got a blank right. check for tats. I, I could kill one of her family members. She'd probably let me get away with That's it. A t- that, that would be a tit. I right. think you'd run out of tats then. Right. Well, I moved from an apartment building my entire life. How many tats is one murder of a family member? <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen? Big ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Episode title? Yeah. So I left that apartment building where that guy Rob wanted to kill me. For four years sure yeah right and yeah. i'm thinking i'm getting away from apartment dwelling and all the horrible things that go along with living next to people sharing walls with people right and you move to a neighborhood that's what that's kind of what the whole idea of being a homeowner is sure and then i come here and i have dogs barking night and day i have uh, a neighbor with three home dwellings in her backyard and yeah. uh and zombies surrounding us have you ever bonded over star wars with marty because her little teacup yorkie is named uh princess, princess leia, leia. mm-hmm so you have, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, Jesus Christ! Uh, she, you guys may remember Chewy. Uh, <laughs> they they met, and it was like uh, we had we had a bunch of the Star Wars cast. Yeah, and oh. she was like, "Oh, you like Star Wars?" And Nick's like, "I've never uh, done it." And this dog's uh, not named I, after him. It's a coincidence. I've never done that. <laughs> Shockingly, though, she's a huge Magic the Gathering uh, player. Mm-hmm. Nice Are you trying Segui. to Segui me into Magic the Gathering? No. <laughs> okay, because I will talk about Magic the Gathering for probably too long for you guys uh, on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash another podcast network. And I understand that, that might not be a good plug because you're sitting here thinking, why would I give a fuck about Magic the Gathering? But it'll be funny. No, it's definitely funny. I love seeing these 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 worlds like it's a whole underbelly that we're not aware of. Uh, I will say, though, I you mentioned like, oh, we got to like cool it on the bums, the zombie talk. I've seen way more complaints about the Magic the Gathering talk than the zombie talk. People love the <laughs> zombie talk. And I'm not saying don't do it because those loud few that yeah, don't like yeah, the Magic yeah. Gathering, they're wrong. I, like I, I, I will talk about it on Patreon as well, but I'm done listening to any fan ever tell me anything ever. <laughs> How humble of you fans. I refer to our listeners as listeners. I refer to, <laughs> right. I refer to them as friends. Uh, so roads have been killer, huh? Oh, yes. It's yes another yes. podcast show. Okay. This happened to me on Tuesday. I got a story here. I wanna, I, I'm confused about humanity, especially given what we've been through in the last couple of years. Which road? What time of day? It was on Balboa, right down the street from uh, Nick's other studio. There's a med- I went in for a, a doctor's appointment. Got it. So this is a place, the entire parking lot and this building. You're Hang go- on a second. You went to the doctor? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had to. For your heart thing? Yeah. Why did you have to? Well, because my wife was saying, what if you die and this is something serious, then you're going to leave me and Ellie. What'd they say? Oh, it's just that I actually had bruised it by, uh, I remembered I tried to scale a wall and jump on it and my chest hit a rock on it. How did you not remember that when we were talking Dude, about it? Because it, to us, it was just some <clears throat> phantom mystery and you were going to die. Because we asked, did you have a contusion or something? You're like, I don't think you so. You know I work in construction. I'm hurt all day long. I look we at this, have a I lot cut of my fucking hats. finger off. Yeah. Uh, look at these scratches. Look at this, I almost, I almost took out my knee with a fucking cactus. You see yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm always being hurt. Anyway, that's not the point of the story. Sorry. So I go see the doctor. Well, you're says, okay, though. Yeah, I'm fine. Next hand. Yes. Uh, so, Pat, you've got uh, the very successful business that you run. Sneakers. And now you've got all of these side hustles, uh, which, like, more time more time maybe spent at the side hustles continue uh, to, like, flow into your workflow. Mm-hmm. Is Do you not hire someone to do that stuff because it's, like, hard to find good work? Or 
Well, one of my workers was full time and he moved back to France to see his mother before she died. And now he can't get back here because he was here illegally. And then Max is taking <laughs> film work. Uh, that's my other guy that works for me. And he basically he'll constantly cancel on me like, hey, are you going out to this? So the answer is, yes, I do have people to help me. But everyone's fucking flaky as fuck. Have you thought about hiring Hispanic people because they're not flaky and they work their ass off? Yeah, I'm, my wife and I had a discussion about it last night because okay. I'm getting too old to be doing what I'm doing. That's totally. the, that's that, that's 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 <laughs> how I feel. But then th there is this it's the user. It's the user agent problem like they're not they're not in it for you they just want to kill their hours and stuff and yeah so it's hard it's hard McRitchie, to trust. He, it's this tough work mcritchie lasted three months and he quit on me <laughs> would have been good for him i think i think too. so too well, what happened on the roads there, oh yeah okay so i go to my doctor's appointment and i'm all fine and everything like that and then i get in the goddamn parking lot and it's kind of like half empty and it's one of these places where you get the ticket when you go into the parking lot sure and then you got to get it validated by the doctor right and they're so stingy I'm there for 40 minutes, and they only give me two stickers for 20 minutes each right. on this thing. Right. So I got to get the hell out of there. Right. <laughs> so I get Or in else you'll pay $6. Yes. <laughs> and I don't have any cash. So uh, uh, I get in my car, and I go... Uh, by the way, so there's the ticket where the guy's going to take your ticket and let you lift the, the bar up and let you out of there. Oh, yeah. All right, so I see that there's three cars uh, already lined up to you know do their business with the ticket guy. And so uh, I just pull uh, behind the third car and I'm kind of cornered. And then another car. It's a guy in a shitty old car and a, a white guy in his mid 50s. Mm -hmm. And so the 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 deal is as as a society is that I've been there. You see me and I'm cornered behind the third car and I will uh, straighten out behind the third car as soon as, as that car moves up. So often the problem with these car stories, I cannot picture this in my head at all, but it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Okay. That's because that's uh, that's because I have ADD. I couldn't picture it either yeah, right I, now. Yeah, I think okay. I just got lost. I think he described it perfectly. Okay. But I, I will provide I a graph it. for the uh, for the video. Okay. I was just like, honestly, when he was telling me that, I was like, oh, I thought of something actually I, I, I want to talk about at the end of the story. So I, I experienced great. I experienced. Here's, I, here's, that, here's the three cars. Uh, okay. Here's the three cars. Next hand. Next hand. We're just, exiting. Just at, just at the end of the show, I want to talk about experience racism for the first time. Okay. Okay. Oh, nice. Graph. Okay. All right. Guy John. So there's three cars. Here's the ticket guy. They're all moving this way. I corner my car this way. Got it. A guy pulls up. Oh, okay. Me. Got yes. it. Got it. He's there. Got it. <laughs> okay. This car moves forward. I go to move here. He pushes in front of me, even though no. I've been there for a solid minute and he saw me. No. And I go, hey. And he goes, he motions, go around. You needed to go around. You can't just skip the line. Just you need to go around. But there is no barrier that blocks <laughs> you to have to do that. It's an empty parking lot. I'm trying to get out of there. And remember, he's getting I only up. have one minute. Right. And then this guy's going to ask me to pull out my credit card. Right, right, right. <laughs> so the guy goes go around go around and he gets in front of me but go I, around to where to, he, there's a line of cars precisely this is not the, you don't set the rules sir you do not set the rules okay i've been here waiting patiently before you got here and just because you're an idiot and decided you had to go all the way around these some kind of uh rules that you've created for yourself sure. i don't need to abide by those rules sir right so he fucking pulls in a dangerous way to block me. So he goes, try this. And I did something that I would never tell you guys to do because I'm against, there's no need for this in the mm -hmm. world. But I could not allow myself to. Well, you always say this. Oh, they could have a gun. Remember, you're just, you're so grateful to be here. You know, it's all, but, it's all, it's all. But I'm able to kind of build out who this guy is. 
Okay. Very He's got easily. medical problems. Remember, we're in a medical center. <laughs> this is not a shopping mall where everyone's, you know, you just got out maybe getting some bad news or good news it's or a checkup. It's not a CrossFit or, gym. Exactly. Right. But let's be nice to one another. Okay. So he's basically got the edge on me. So he's going to block me out. And now not only is I feel he's behaving rudely, but now he's going to force me to cause, get me my credit card out. I would argue though a cripple is even more likely to have a gun. <clears throat> True. Well, you want to know what I did? What'd you do? I laid into my fucking horn, unrelenting. I just went, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I drive, my work truck is a Honda CRV. For some reason, that is the loudest horn on the planet Earth. Now, forgive me, because now I'm affecting other people and children walking in the parking lot. Like, What's this horn? This guy becomes so, uh, what would the word be? Like, frazzled, frazzled startled. by it. Just then, the car in front of me pulls up. I skip in front of him. <laughs> Skip in front of him. And then the entire minute while I'm waiting to give my ticket, I'm just looking back at this guy and he is fuming. But this is my problem. I didn't, I didn't create this war, sir. You did. Sure. And now I'm affected by it. Yeah. I've had a solid two minutes of an, in, in, like intense thought. I'm wondering, like, I'm mad. I'm angry. I feel uh, disrespected. He feels the same thing. Right. This didn't need to happen. Right, right, right. And then I get my ticket and I pay. For, or I didn't have to pay. Okay, so that was yes. my first question. And then I pull out of there. Right. And now I'm still thinking about it. Why yeah. did we have to do this to one another as a, as a people? Yeah. Why? Right. Why did he have to do that? Yeah. This is what's wrong with society. Now, people will say, if you're practiced in um, some form of mastery of consciousness, Zen detachment, Buddhism, something like that. Vedantic philosophy. Exactly. Stoicism. Any of these calming philosophies. I'm all worked up. Yeah, sit back. You would just allow <laughs> the man to do what he did, right? But this is my problem when people like you, uh, you know, my mother always tells me this. Uh, my mother, who was a, a rabid dog from Queens for most of her life, who would attack people if they cut in front of her in line. And now she's experienced some kind of zen. She's smoking a lot of pot. Very happy for her. I was going to say, what's the cure? Because most rabid dogs don't ever not become rabid dogs. They die. It's weed. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, searching. Anyways, um, are we just supposed to allow this kind of thing to happen? Are, are, we, are we just supposed to say, sure, here's my chest. Walk all over it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then the question is, are you changing this man's behavior? Is the desired outcome purely selfish? Are you trying to make waves that will alter this human in some way? Or are you just in full-blown blood-red rage? And you're not even thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I think there's like, um, you got to go back. Like, we're looking at like binary. Like, oh, he could have just let him go. Or he could have like honked a horn. Which I fucking love that move. There's... There's something so disconcerting when that horn is going off. Like anybody will do whatever to make that stop. It is a very stinging thing. Mm -hmm. I can't even like do it, you know, like hold your horn. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's incredibly uncomfortable. So props to you actually. Very, very Thank easily. Uh, but but the, the, I think the philosophical way to go about it is like, it's even a jock, like extreme ownership. How could I have massaged this 
different. Maybe I literally, we're both stuck in a thing. Maybe I talk, may literally go up to his, if you go up to his window, that won't work. But uh, also, I feel like you slept a little because if you're coming in at that angle, how did he get his bumper yeah, ahead of you? How did he I, get in front of you, dude? I'm going to have Brian do a, a, a work with him. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. we'll do a, a graph. I want to say this. One of the things that peeved me. Okay. So when Other two, options. When two point. human beings feel they're in the right. Yeah, if we don't have the graph, don't comment anything uh, okay when two human <laughs> not beings a single fucking syllable have a disagreement and that's what this seven shows a week. myself and this gentleman was having one thing that i do remember doing that should have de-escalated it was when i thought i i was just going to pull in i put my hand out the window with the ticket in it to wave like thank you even though i didn't even need to thank him for anything mm-hmm. and he still did it yeah now the question is should that person be euthanized. Did you know that despite the <laughs> that fact is that the California <laughs> is the, one of the most liberal places Hey, this isn't going to get political. No, still death we penalty? We love the death penalty. We I voted didn't know, for it. I didn't know that. I'm we fine with it. the death penalty if it was cheaper, you know? Mm-hmm. If it was cheaper, if we were spending uh, 25 cents of on a round of some sort, then I'd be fine with it. But I say give them the choice. I, I don't know if I believe in death penalty. I think it makes us worse. All right. Well, we don't want to get political. No, no, no. So um, speaking of the death penalty, there's this crazy uh, documentary that's come to Netflix. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want me to talk about that? (laughs) Oh, I'm happy to. Yeah. Oh, I got a great story. How much time do we have? Uh, Plenty. Okay. All right. So I don't know if a lot of We have to end the show with racism, so buckle up. I I don't. uh... And and this is racism outside of the confines of how Merriam-Webster would define it these days. Although I would say that you did not have any power in this uh, situation. I think you, it's, ex- yeah. Yeah, you were a victim of a power structure mm-hmm. that you could not fight Nick against. Nick was. Yes. I I'm, can't wait to hear that. I want to get into this, yeah. All right, let's talk about Tender Swindler for a second. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, and a lot of people would probably be surprised to hear this. Maybe it's Netflix lying, but they put out the numbers for Tender Swindler. It's the biggest downloaded property they've ever had on that yeah they, they've been doing this lately where they uh the last the league of legends thing i think it was called arcane mm-hmm. that too was like the biggest they'd ever have and of and course uh what's that uh, uh the the one where in you Asia. got it what's that one called oh squid games squid games squid yeah, games. yeah. yeah but there, there's this thing with them there's like <laughs> Uh, for years, Netflix was shrouded under this cloud of secrecy. How many people are streaming? How many people are streaming? But as their as their stranglehold, as the monopoly on streaming services starts to loosen, uh, then they're like putting out these like propaganda. So it's like, oh, everybody's watching Squid Games. I have, have to, to watch, watch Squid Games. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, it's a little dubious of the numbers, and like every next thing that came out is the most watched thing that's ever been on the platform. It's a little suspicious. Uh, Dylan, I'm going to talk about it, uh, and then I have a personal story about it. Okay, uh, about being swindled. Um, do you want to just play the trailer yeah so we'll kick it out what is this is it a movie is it a documentary it's a documentary <laughs> a documentary uh, yeah okay all right he he's sw- this guy on tinder swindled people okay got it everything on tinder but one little swipe can change your life i only miss you when it rains when i first talked with simon immediately we had a bond he was these are real people and funny yes and very impulsive Billy Eilish song is bothering me. With him. Oh, of course, this is her. I hate this. I don't know if it is. It sounds, sounds exactly like her. I was like, shit. He took me to a five-star hotel. He said we had a special connection. It felt like stepping into a movie. And then the middle of the night, he said there was something he wants to tell me. He said he has threats against him. 
she needs for cash. $20,000, His life depended on me. That's when police tell me. The man I love was never real. Everything's a lie. Who is this guy I've been sharing the same bed with? Okay. All right, yeah, so we get, get it. it. All right, so uh, just to give a, a little recap. so this is, there, is there another minute that needs to be on this trailer? Not really. Why, why is there another minute? We For, get it. First off, the dock is fine. It's They basically lay it out right there. So then you're just wondering, <laughs> does the get, guy get caught? Or <laughs> right, right, right. All right, so this is why so, I think... But really quickly, so what's... Because to me, this seems like a bad, bad scam. As most of these murder or scam documentaries, I always think, how the fuck could anybody fall for this? It's funny you say that because after I set this up, I was saying, how the fuck does anybody fall for this? And I was like, I fell for this. But, but they weren't asking you for 30K. No. It, or, do these people pay this man? Yeah. yeah. And it well, was like, how do you do that? Well, Why would you do that? All right. It's very much similar like grooming. Ponzi scheme So too. it was a Ponzi scheme. Okay. So this guy's actually from Israel and he was wanted for crimes that he committed there. He goes to Europe. He's at any given time, he's got five different girlfriends. And I think um, why America likes this is because he's a good looking criminal. And also some sure. of these girls are pretty. So when we have pretty things we like to look at and then either a murder or some kind of con man thing. Yeah. We're in love with it. We Americans. love to look at them and we love to see them killed or fail and even more. Another part is because the jinx a few years ago kind of upped the ante on docs. We, now we want to see kind of live in the moment of tracking the person yes, down. The, the Fred Durst documentary. Olympus. Yes, exactly. Oh, right, but right. the sad thing is that not every documentary can highlight so beautifully a deranged killer the way that for, they they captured Fred Durst in the Jinx. Correct. So like that that's an incredible documentary. Incredible. This is definitely not that. Right. But it's still enjoyable because all right, so the way that And tip for anybody <laughs> who's like they got that wrong. Yeah. We know. We did it for the nookie. Uh, the impressive thing about the Tinder so fans are annoying the fuck out of me lately. Relax, no relax. Don't, don't even listen to them. Listen, right. listen. They're listeners. Uh, the Tinder swindler. The most impressive thing to me about him is like you think he was doing this to a bunch of uggos, but like you no. said, these are these are good looking women. He's bilking. So he'd uh, tell these girls that he's a son of a billionaire, like someone in the diamond world. He'd actually superimposed his face on a photo with the actual people. He created Probably an Instagram did it on account. Canva. He, he basically, this was a full-on con. It was a lifelong con. He has no morals or ethics. So he'd get one girl, he'd wine her and dine her for a week. Before you know it, they're a couple. Then he'd say, and, they'd, and he'd always say, I have enemies across the world and they're trying to hunt me down. And he'd send a text like, I need money. Uh, they turned off my credit cards, my enemies. Can you take out $50,000 and wire it to me? And they would. And then he'd pay him back some of the money. So he had like this, these different ways that he kind of slowly keep getting him. So when he asked for a hundred, they didn't even a mark, How do you find a mark with that much liquid cash? You, they're loaning money to anybody now. Like it, you can get like a, a hundred grand in, in four days if you need it. It's just Interesting. Not, not true. Yeah. Not true. It's true. It's true. One of these girls, she got she took like 200000 out. She's like a photographer or something like that. What she sent it to him. Fuck? And he would put Amex cards in different people's names. And he'd max those suckers out too. Got it. So, um, but he was just how living a very lavish that, lifestyle. Because of the social security check that they need to run. I don't understand how these people do this. Yeah, maybe they talked about it in the doc, but I, I didn't get it. But anyway, I'm watching this doc. And I'm like, geez, do you think... Someone that you knew for a few weeks or something, they start asking for some money. That would be some red flags. Yeah. And then I thought of me. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. was a time. Okay. It was only 750 bucks, but it was 2006. And that was a lot of money to old Patty back then. Sure. 
uh, I'll tell the tale. You were destitute with nothing but your dick in your hand. Well, I was starting a company. I wasn't making a lot of money. Probably, I think my first year I made $11,000 total. So I was living off credit cards. Right. So uh, I'd, uh, I don't know if I ever talk about this with you guys, but right around the, my na- next door neighbor trying to kill me yeah. and getting through that mess, uh, it was right around 2006. And I also had two years of sobriety. I had just decided in 2004, I'm not going to drink anymore. And I just... Yeah. Cold turkey. Didn't think about it. Two-year mark happens. I'm like, all right, I did it two years. I'm going to start drinking again. Right. That's what AA tells you to do, right? After two years, you're good. No. No. Oh, sorry. One thing is I stopped going to those meetings. And then that's (laughs) We've covered it very, very extensively. They asked you to make coffee or something. Yeah. They wanted me there early, 15 (laughs) minutes early to make coffee. And that was too much. Too much work. Hey. I'm with you. Thank you. Right. So uh, I'm an addict, not a fucking worker. Yeah, right? because then it starts to get into culty territory. You know, like this isn't an ant farm. I'm here to get, you know, help with addiction. I'm not here to be a part of this network of pain. First, it, first it's make coffee. Then it's file my toenails. Right. And then it's, you know. But we don't want to make fun of it. It helps a lot stuff. of people. Although I'd be disturbed because there was this one woman. She used to knit the entire time. She was like 60 years old. One day she got to lead the the whatever the meeting that you'd always pick someone to lead. She gets up and she starts telling like, I just masturbated all day. And she starts talking about her gross masturbating to get through the day. I was like, I'm not here for this. I'm here to set, hear sad stories, but okay. not that one. Anyway, no so, one's no one's making fun of AA. I, a lot of uh, the tenets of AA are very similar to the aforementioned stoicism. Uh, affects affect the things you can change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I cannot uh, uh, deal with things. I, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. That. You know, you, yeah. you know. So ready now. Give me the freedom to know what I can change. And I'm sure someone in AA will let us know. What yeah, it is. it's in a Kurt Vonnegut book. Somewhere. So I I'm now going to start drinking, and now all my friends that I had. Are all girlfriend up or married? So now I'm 31. Except in things you cannot. I'm gonna go out. And I want to start drinking and partying. Or I still feel like I'm young. I'm ready for a second go at this. So I get into a different group of friends. Okay. Cool. Where you're going out on Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, every you know going four nights a week in Los Angeles. It's a you know it's a fun place for young people because everything's open all the time, right? You, you your funnest night can be on a Wednesday, not right. a Friday or Saturday. Right, right, right. So I get in this group of friends and it's like a uh, few girls, few guys. And one of the girls' name is Angela, and she's a pretty blonde-haired girl. She's probably like 24. And uh, we, we see was each a other. Guy? For, no, girl. So we see each other for like three months, but it's not romantic, but I got a little crush on her. She's really cold and kind of mysterious. And uh, anyway, so- uh, Oh, sexy. She was kind of like always mentioning how she wasn't making enough money. And at one point, uh, she was like telling me like, oh, we, yeah, we should totally, I want to see that movie. We should totally go there. Next week, I said, cool. And then the next night, uh, as I think I'm going to have a date with her the weekend, she goes, you know, my roommate and I have to ask you a huge favor. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Can I borrow a thousand dollars? I was like, uh, I didn't have a thousand dollars, really. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. All right. Uh, I, I only have 750, though. She's like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. No problem. No problem. <laughs> and I felt guilty. I felt like a loser because I couldn't give her the whole grand. Right. So I give her the check. I drive it over to her apartment the next night. Oh, you you deliver it? Yeah, I wow. delivered it, and uh, and I'm also probably thinking, hey, maybe she'll invite me up. We'll this have is, some drinks. This is this is what is my happens. Fault too. This is what happens with men when they want to have sex yes. with someone. I'm. Be- she probably felt that too, and like, but that's why she probably thought I was a loser. It's like, called, how dare you? It's called rutting. It's why you can kill deer very very easily during a certain time of year. Yeah, I I I've. I've, I've nearly torn down my entire life everything i've built within three hours and then finally masturbated at home and be like don't stop it yes <laughs> pump the brakes Just it's poisonous masturbate. that shit you got to get it out yes so uh, i give her the check i see that it's cashed 
a few days later. I I was going to call her on the weekend to see if we were going to go out. She doesn't pick up the phone. Uh, uh, basically, uh, she stops hanging out with that group because it was her and another girl that were hanging out with this group. Stopped completely for like two weeks. I text her, hey, uh, you know, you said you only needed the money for two weeks. You pay me next month. It's, you know, not that I really need it. It's not a big deal or anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I haven't eaten for three days, but uh, you don't know that. She texted back, I remember, because I had I just uh, leased a new Saturn. And she said, well, I heard you uh, got a brand new car, so you aren't hurting for money that bad. That was her response. Jesus like, Christ. Like, uh, uh-oh. So then uh, I waited another week or so, still not saying, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, no big deal. We can set up a payment plan. I don't care if it's 25 bucks a, a week or whatever, but if we can do this out, ghosted completely. Next week, I'm like, I asked someone, hey, do you know what happened to Angela? They're like, oh, she moved back to Florida. I was like, oh. So then I look her up on MySpace. And uh, I, I just, I don't know if you had to ask to be a friend then or whatever, but I just did, said, I, I basically just said, hey, where's my money? Mm-hmm. She blocked me. So then... At that time, I had a friend who uh, ran a business where they uh, call you and bug you for the money. Nice. Ugh. And they did it like for free or pro bono. They would send me like they'd call and just harass her for Love the it. money. Love it. And that was my only kind recourse. of recourse, recourse yeah. and also help me sleep at night. Because even though it was 750 bucks, it was a lot of money back then. And I was just, I couldn't believe a human being would do that to me. Now, Dylan, you are right. She probably could have been like, this Pat guy's been all around here thinking he's going to get a date with me. You know, fuck this guy. Like, he just wants pussy. So, you know what? I'll steal the 750 bucks from him. Teach him a lesson. No, I don't think that at all. He was just saying there's there's I was much saying, risk involved with trying to get laid that yeah, bad. Yeah, right? I just say I all I was saying is your stupidity was due to your uh, craving yes. of her, her flat. I wasn't thinking clearly, so yeah. it can happen to me. It can happen to anybody. Couple questions: When you did drop off the check, and you you were like, "Oh, maybe I get," it. she was just like, "Oh, thanks, see ya." She Close a, the door and you sent a roommate down. Oh my god! Her roommate sat in the passenger car and she said, "Thank you very much. This is helping us out a lot." And I said, "Oh, great. Well, I'll see you guys this weekend." She said, "Oh, yeah." Last time I ever saw it. And then what happened with the muscle? Did did he just ba- badgered her for a while and then gave up? It was a woman, and she said that the final call was, uh, she was like, uh, the girl Angela said to the credit collector or debt collector, said, Miss Karen, my mother has cancer. I will no longer be accepting phone calls from you or something like that. She just played the vic- I don't know if that's true or not, but. Yeah, well, so do you have her last name? Because I think that we should refire this, uh, you know. Let's fire this back up. We're thinking the same thing. You don't have to be involved at all. You just give me your name. Uh, <laughs> I'll work on getting the 750 and back. And here's the thing. If we get the 750 back, you don't need it anymore, right? So we'll take the 750. Oh, you can have the whole thing. And you will have the solace. I, I Yeah, I, I heard you were just uh, you, you were renovating your house. You don't need 750. Well, let me say this something. same logic. Let me say something about this, though. It was actually one of those things that, you know, maybe I'm glad it happened. I kind of, after I got shaken by that, I was like, I looked at myself in the mirror one day as a bloated 31 year old. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? You're hanging out with these people. And you you, like one night I did like cocaine on a weeknight till four in the morning. And I had to get up and go to work. And I just, it's gross. And I said, I'm pulling my life together. Yeah. And then after you said you were going to pull your life together, you would continue with that kind of behavior for four or five years. Actually not, not, not like that. I started another business. I, you know, of course I'd hang out at night, but it generally be on a Friday. Friday or a Saturday. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I got. I've never gone back 
to that kind of uh, debauchery. debauchery. I really am fascinated by some of these collection <laughs> methods. I mean, you, you just had someone who like kind of uh, bothered her, but uh, my personal uh, sports gambling bookie, I don't want to say too much about him, but I've known him for a very, very long time. We're personal friends. Uh, and he's, he's good guy, but he shuts down live betting like so quickly. You well, know? he's supposed it's, to, right? Yeah, I know, but still. And also, the you know, you got to punch this in to get that figure. It's like, I just want to put this in. Don't up my bet to get to the outcome. No, just take my bet. He's 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 just a capo though. He's not the one shutting off the live betting. He's just the guy who like gives you access to the site. He doesn't do the site. Regardless, uh, when he he's told tells me about uh, some of these payment methods. There's Facebook groups for for bookies. And when someone doesn't pay one of these bookies, they're like a team, and they all they'll, they'll be like, "Oh, this person, this is what I know about this person. He owes me this much money." They start messaging, messaging their families, their friends, their work, and being Whoa. like, "This guy doesn't have any money." Uh, Whoa! Yeah, and they and they shame them into paying. Oh, I was fucking absolutely fascinated by it. It was like, he was telling me some of the like some of the instances, and it, they always get paid. The they knee do, huh? the the kneecapping is happening on Facebook now. Yes, yes, yeah. it's a it's a much more America's dead it's a a psychological pain (laughs) yeah but he's going to be put out of business because the government has realized uh, the cartel of sports gambling and they're legalizing it everywhere. Oh no way! He got a ch- he got the book shut down. No, no, no! He didn't get the book shut down. I just feel like uh, eventually it'll be legal wherever he is, and then people. But it's easier it, withdrawals. No, with, it'll they said be, the same thing with weed, Nick. But yeah, true. I, true. I was just going to say it's the same thing with weed. the The books are going to tax you forty percent of your winnings. Our book. Nick's guy is Just not going to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if anybody needs a bookie, the point is hit me up. I get a referral. Drug dealers. What happened to my voice? Drug dealers have never been more popular. <laughs> yeah. They really have never been more popular. And now they're just like the guy next door. It's wonderful. Sure. Yeah. Guy just grows a, a lot of weed. <laughs> in this fa- in this case, he used to literally be next door. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got to wrap with a, a horrifying tale of racism in uh, none other than... Uh, Koreatown, Los Angeles. Yeah, it happened in Korea. Town, Town. Los Angeles. Uh, uh, So uh, I I had a friend come out and visit him. You might know our editor, Brian. I don't know where he is at at the moment. but uh, I've never seen the fucking guy, but he's, he's good. Yeah, he, he's he's coming out here for this week because, as you guys know, we got the Corey Feldman concert coming up. Very excited for that. Uh, we're going to confront Corey. Uh, How are those T-shirts coming along? I, I kind of dragged my feet on it, but I'm going to get him done. I'm going to get him done. The person I was – I only dragged my feet on him to get it from this guy who's in – on the East Coast, who would have done it for me? He wants to make some T-shirts. It's just too the shipping's his too hard. His name's Dylan, and he is a fucking. He's a great guy. Hey, Dylan, I think so. Nick, Lance. I got I got an idea with those shirts. How we shake things up? Yeah, we have a few extra made. We stand outside the venue. <laughs> we start selling them. You know what we should do? Th- we that's should how we them. get our 130 bucks. We lost out on the Love Lost Love Lockdown 2.1 box set back. That's uh-huh. this is the whole impetus of it. He screwed you. This is what we should do. We should find a dependable zombie, mm-hmm. stick him outside, have him sell the shirts. Oh yeah. That way we don't we don't get tackled. Oh, that's right. We but should. we'll be wearing the shirts because we got fooled into buying. Uh, uh, what do you call that kind of merchandise? Uh, uh, bootleg. Swag. Bootleg. Yeah. Got it. Uh, you was it you that had the idea of buying zombies uh, gift cards to pl- businesses you don't like, so then they go patronize <laughs> those people. Yes. Uh, genius move. We yeah. should buy some zombies some tickets to Corey Feldman. I'll I'll pony up eighty eight bucks. That's such ah, a good you're idea. gonna need the drink tickets, <laughs> dude. I forgot about that idea. It is so fun. Oh, all right, yeah. Let's all right. So let's get the t shirts. I need to buy Best Buy gift cards. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you at go. At least 50 of them. All right, so I'll go. I'll tell you what. You handle the... Uh, they have food there. You think they don't, but they do. Go in there and get the food. Nick, you're going to oversee the t-shirt business. Yeah. I'll wrangle up some zombies. I'll, I'll offer them uh, two drink uh, max. And I'll get them in the venue. And okay. we're going to have a party. I can't wait. So if anybody wants to come to Whiskey A Go-Go, a little meet and greet with us and Corey, Tuesday, uh, two days after this airs, come, Whiskey A Go-Go. Uh, we're going to miss the show because Pat is convinced he won't go on until 11. I'm, I'm so nervous about that. Don't worry about it. Well, it's all about confronting Corey. We don't want to see the show. And we will see the show because he will not be on before 10 o'clock. But anyways, we anyway, uh, so that, have to get to some racism. So that's why Editor Brian is in town. And I uh, he he's only kind of uh, sniffed L.A., been here a little bit. Um, so I wanted to show him some authentic uh, LA stuff to do. So of course I do one of my favorite pastimes uh, that I don't do enough. It's go to Korean barbecue, mm. keto, protein, fun, fun. And there's also fun, yes. Being served, which is nice, no, right you're in front of you. Food. What are you talking about? Uh, not not at the place. I, I like to go to Quarters. Oh, okay. Uh, it's my that's my favorite one. They don't cook it in front of you, at Quarters. No, they do, but you don't cook your own food at right, Quarters. Got it. Uh, Bulgogi Hut would be my number two. There, you cook your own food. I'm always a little like Bulgogi Hut is good. It's just it's dirt cheap. I'm pretty sure that you're not eating what they tell you you're eating but it's delicious it's you know? so good it's, it's fun it's more of the experience yeah. yeah but at quarters they do cook it right in front of you at least uh you don't have to do it yourself i'm always a little nervous about which meats how you long you cook them and stuff i, I just need to have more confidence in, in that but so we just go to sear the fuck out of it just burn the fuck out of it uh so not with everything but you know anyways we had sugar in that we had a long night of dumping footage starting to get some edits ready and we finally get back to my place about 10 get an uber we go down there it says quarters is open till midnight right we get down there at 10 50 talk to the hostess Mm -hmm. and i'm like uh room for two was it slammed no spots all over the place but 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 but, 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 but Tons of people still dining, but spots all over the place. Inside, outside, I could see it all. I was, uh, I could, I could taste it. Do they close the kitchen at twelve, or do they close the establishment at twelve? I think they close the establishment at twelve. Okay. Uh, hey, if you're saying you're open till midnight, that means at twelve, it's not a nice thing to do. No. You can walk in there at twelve, eleven fifty nine, and you should be served. I, uh, most restaurants will do that. I have a, a fire fire tweet. Uh, I hate walking into Subway like 10 minutes before it closes and getting dirty looks. Uh, you're open till 11. Make Be prepared to make sandwiches till 11. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I don't try to well, do that. Uh, I, yeah, exactly. I don't try to do that. But if it does, yeah. if I need to eat and all of a sudden shit's closing, I'm going to go. I'll apologize profusely. Yeah, you're not making a souffle. You're making a chicken teriyaki on wheat. So, mm-hmm. And I don't think they... I'll be out of here. So we get there at 10, 1050. I asked for two spots. Uh, the, the male host, he's like, uh, and he walks away. Then someone else walks up to me and they're like, sorry, kitchen's closed. And it was like, well, my good friend Brian here is, he's from Wisconsin. He's never had Korean barbecue. You know what? She didn't give a shit at all. No. Are you kidding me? And I have almost no doubt in my mind, had we been Korean, we would have been sat, rolled out the red carpet and been able to eat. Yeah, now the issue with uh, what Nick's predicament B-B-B. was. B-B. What's that? Better Business Bureau. Oh, shut up. What is it? You want him to rat? Shut up. I, I, I don't hate it. I was, I was disrespected. Get out of here. Then I had to go to Tobang. So the reason why Nick had to go to Tobang and have that inferior Korean cuisine was Which because. Which they don't cook in front of you. Was because <laughs> Nick is. 
a gaijin. It's gaijang summer. Are you familiar with the term gaijin? I am not. That's what we are to the Koreans. Now, the Koreans are an indomitable force in this city. Um, you know, um, we, we have the privilege of having access to their cuisine, which is fucking incredible. There is a larger population of Koreans here than anywhere else in the world outside of South Korea. Um, pretty crazy. Um, so they are, uh, they are numerous. They are calm. They are fierce. And they are loyal people. But if you are a gaijin, you're a gaijin. It's like being a goyim, you know? You're treated differently if I'm you're... both. A, you're a both. You're treated differently if you're a Gentile, if you're around a lot of serious Jews, you know? Um, now, I experienced... I've experienced plenty of gaijin treatment. Uh, I, we went to Park's Barbecue. The bill was somehow almost $400 for a Korean barbecue. I was looking around. You cooked like, it yourself. I cooked myself. <laughs> we got white rice, three meats, white rice, lettuce, pickles, and potato salad. How many beer, uh, beers? Did Two you beers and a bottle of soju. How is this so expensive? Inflation. Gaijun. Yeah. Gaijun. Yeah, they, he paid that bill. They walked out and they just laughed and laughed. And you, you paid the whole thing. Can you believe this guy? <laughs> All right, and they have loud voices too. Okay, so at some point, what? this city—they're very—they—they get together in groups and they can shut uh, uh, something. Down. Oh, the Koreans. I'm going to give an example. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like everything ago, we've said is just like matter of fact, and that's teetering. No, on no, 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 no. This is—it's <laughs> been. Pretty it was close. in the news. It was in the news. So at some point, our city officials said, "Hey, it was I know in what the we're news. Do. Yeah, it was in the news. Laura Ingram said, "Shut up and dribble." That was in the news. <laughs> oh, she said that. <laughs> So, uh, uh, like last year, our, our city officials said, "Hey, I, we got an idea. We're gonna put like a gig we're gonna make a homeless encampment, keep all the zombies in one place. And we're gonna put it right in the middle of uh, Koreatown." Oh, that lasted about a <laughs> minute. The Koreans went to the streets. Yeah, man. They have loud voices, and they also vote. You remember the riots? Yes. They were fucking defending their storefronts. You're talking about the '92 riots. Live ammunition. Yeah. Oh yeah. As they should have. The police weren't helping them. They're like, fuck you. This is our entire livelihood. Oh, man. You want to see where that they show that quite a bit of footage of that is, uh, I think it's called 92. It's a documentary about the uh, LA riots in 92. I actually, and I, I hold no ill will towards them. I'm not going to call no. the Better Business Bureau, but just know that uh, I think of eating as a nuisance. We would have been out of there in 45 minutes. Right. And spent a decent amount of money. Yeah. So you guys fucked well, up. Well, it, it doesn't even, it, it's not, sorry to cut you off. No, it's, no. It doesn't only apply to, uh, to race and culture and stuff like that, or, or race. But, you know, you get Gaijun treatment or Goyam treatment in a lot of different places. You go to Dantana's, if you're not a regular, they will make you wait an hour and a half after you give them $100 at the door. I mean, these things happen everywhere. Mm -hmm. Soho House, if you're not a member and you come in, you're not dressed well, they'll probably look at you a little weird. Yeah. You know, I don't understand this age of discrimination, how uh, uh, a guy with a clipboard outside like a real hot club can uh, turn away some fatties. Like, you seem like there'd be just endless lawsuits. Like, hey, I got the 20 bucks to get into the club. Sure. I want in. The guy goes, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then he just lets four yeah. hotties walk by. And go like, you're discriminating against me because I'm a fatty. Yeah, I'm really no, sorry. I'm, not. I'm really sorry, but you're gross. <laughs> you're going to gross everybody out in there, so I can't let you in. Uh, I actually think that's something to keep an eye on. I bet the 
I could see that changing pretty soon and someone putting up a stink like you just said. Um, you Oh, you just said the word fatty, which I want to plug Love is Blind. Uh, we're covering it on patreon.com slash another podcast uh, network. That poor woman is so sick. The reason I thought fatty made me think of that plug is because we bleeped out the word fatty on it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know... To me, it sounded like a different F word. Uh, I actually think it was it, upon request. Pat requested that we beep it out, and I thought, wow. It should have been shorter so you could hear the. F- but man, it so, I, I thought we were. It's, I don't know. That's so funny how, uh, <laughs> how this kind of paranoia and fear can bite you in the ass. Anyways, we'll be back next week to talk about more bullshit. Jump in the iTunes ratings and reviews, leave five stars. Kind words, please, if you're on Spotify. Hit five stars. It helps the show tremendously. You don't even need to leave any words. Love is Blind, the greatest show we do, even better than this, is available at patreon.com slash another podcast network. Join us on the YouTubes as well. We'll see you next week. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick, say goodbye. Goodbye. Fuck you, Pat. Bye. (laughs) Bye.